Hello, everyone, and welcome back. This is Sarah Hanshar, your host for Hi, I Think You're Nice, the podcast where I speak to a nice person about nice things for about an hour or so. Today's episode is a smidgen longer because, gosh, I just really love to talk to Joy about her experience with the Rockettes and... There's a really cool Gregory Hines story near the end that I'm just like, well, this is too good to to lose. So we're keeping it. And this is also the official kickoff of the Orlando series. I had the pleasure of hanging out and chatting with some of my favorite people in Orlando. And we talked about really awesome and amazing things. So the Rockettes. Are you familiar with the Rockettes? I'm realizing now that maybe not everyone has been obsessed with them the way that I have my whole childhood. (laughs) So the Rockettes, uh, you'll hear Joy and I talk about it with her time at Radio City Music Hall in New York City at Rockefeller Center like around that area, if you will. And uh, yeah, it's a precision dance company. So those jump kicks, jump kicks. I know you know what I'm talking about. And it's astounding. The work that they do is beautiful and fantastic and almost goes beyond what's possible for 38 or 36. 36 women all doing at the same time. It's super cool. So Joy and I are more or less referring to the work she did at the Radio City Christmas Spectacular. So if you're curious about what that is, there are a number of specials. I'm going to post some stuff on my Facebook page at I Think You're Nice. So come on over to Facebook and look at what we're talking about specifically of like the styles and eye high kicks. What does that look like? I'll show you there. Awesome. So I want to thank Joy for taking the time to talk to me about all of this wonderful stuff. It was so interesting, and I think you're really going to enjoy it. So since I mentioned my Facebook page, I think you're nice, uh, come on over. The water's fine. I have quotes. I have maybe teaser material. I have pictures of stuff. I'm going to post stuff on Instagram as well because I have pictures of Joy in her Rockette days. So you can see what the costumes and maybe a little bit of backstage looks like. So check me out there. It's called I Think You're Nice. I'm on Facebook and Instagram and I'm tentatively going back to Twitter. I'm afraid of Twitter, but I'm being brave. Look at me being brave. Also, hey, everybody, I would love to hear from you. What's something nice that's going on in your life? Or what's something nice that you've done for someone? Or what's something nice you've done for yourself? I am genuinely curious, and I'd love to share little bits of good news whenever I can. So please get in touch with me. My email address is sarah at ithinkyournice.com. You can also find me on my website, which is ithinkyournice.com. And I have a little contact section there, so you can just click on that and get in touch with me there. Also, hey... I want to say huge thank yous and shout outs to my Patreon supporters, my patrons. Thank you so much. You've helped me reach my first goal, which was to be self-sustaining. That's remarkable and amazing. And if you're curious about being a patron, come on over. Also, the water is fine. Check out patreon.com slash I think you're nice. And for just $2 a month, you get access to outtakes. You'll get an episode shout out. You'll have my never ending gratitude. And for $5, you get a little bit more. And for more money, you get a little bit more. And I just, anyway, so if you'd like to help me out and uh, help me move on to bigger, better, bolder things. You can do that. Yes, you can. All right. So I think that's all the business I have for today. Let's see. So I said Facebook. I think you're nice. Instagram. I think you're nice. Twitter. I think you're nice. Patreon.com slash I think you're nice. My email address, Sarah at I think you're nice. And hey, do you think I've said I think you're nice enough yet? I don't think I have. So you know what? I think you're nice. I think you're really great. And I hope you have a wonderful day and week and year and life and infinity. Okay, we'll see you next time. Bye. Enjoy.
think you're nice, why hi? I think you're nice, let's have a seat and let's have a nice time. I think you're nice. So let's chat, so let's chat, so let's chat. I think you're nice, so let's chat. Welcome to Hi, I Think You're Nice. I am your host, Sarah Hanchar, and this is a podcast where I talk to a nice person about nice things for about an hour. And today, my special guest is my friend, Joy Anderson. She's a very talented and funny actor, uh, comedian, and former Rockette. So we're going to talk about her days as a Rockette. Perfect. Yay, I'm so excited. I know, so am I, because I get to relive it. Yay, I'm so glad. I'm so glad that you were jazzed about it and you're not like, oh God, don't take me back. Oh no. Not to those days. Actually, it's a better credit than I thought because I always wanted to dance on Broadway. Mm -hmm. But then I got the Rockettes and I realized, oh, that's a better credit, in my opinion. (laughs) That's a big credit. Yeah, it's nice. Who doesn't know the Rockettes? Right. Um, So my first question is, did you always dance? Were you always a dancer? Did you always strive to be on stage in a big forum, in a big way? Um, I started dancing because my sister started taking um, dance lessons. My sister, Marion, she is nine years older than I, and she always wanted to learn how to tap dance. So um, she got a job waiting tables so she could pay for her tap dancing lessons. And I remember I remember her coming home um, with her tap shoes, and I was mesmerized by them. And I have to back up a little bit because back in, in the fourth grade, um, back in the fourth grade when they were all, all the uh, teachers were trying to determine what instruments kids should play. Okay. Remember, yep. you, you go in, you sure. hey, play this. Um, I went up to the teacher, and I said, I want to play the drums. And, and at that time, she said, no, I'm sorry. Girls don't play the drums. <gasps> I know. Ooh. I was mad. Oh, you should have been. I know. And you I like, had a right to be. She's like, well, you can you can play the clarinet or the flute. I'm like, I don't want to play the clarinet <laughs> or the flute. I want a drum. And she's like, I'm sorry. The girls don't drum. I'm like, oh, okay. Whatever. So What the balls? Sister, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, suck it, teacher. Yeah. Anyways, so, um, no, but I remember it looking. I was like, this is ridiculous. And then my sister came home with these tap shoes, and I was like, oh. I may not be able to drum, but I want to do that. I can make sound I, with my feet. That's right. And so I started doing that, and it was it was just great. I loved it, every minute of it. I used to get in trouble in school because I had tap danced like at the library on the on the little you know um, the round metal piece on the uh, in the library. Okay. There, you know, and I I'd tap dance, and then people would <laughs> I'd get in trouble a lot for tap dancing. And in the library. I kind of do that now. Wherever I go, I walk in and I. I have to see what the floor is like. I can feel if it's on level. I'm like, oh, this sounds good. This sounds good with these shoes. So it's kind of a constant thing. Huh. And if you talk to tap dancers, they're they're kind of like that. So you're sort of like always feeling the world through your feet yeah. and assessing what's what's below you. What, yeah, and how you can manipulate different shoes. You know, I can tap dance in flip-flops. You can tap dance. You can? Yeah. In high heel shoes, that's always fun. So That is... That is high, high, high. That is high. That is challenging. No or no? Um, yeah. <laughs> but, but it's fun because they, because they all have a different sound. But yeah, you can have any shoe makes a, a different type of noise. So that's kind of what I do subconsciously. <laughs> you know, I'll be walking in a storm like, oh, there's a little divot there. Or there's a, you know, this, this floor is hollow. I can, you know. Um, in fact, I just did, I just did a benefit for uh, one of her friends. Um, who unfortunately has cancer, but we were mm. doing um, we were doing a benefit show for him, and um, 
and I was doing a tab number and they said, well, don't go above this line. Go, don't go downstage here because it's hollow. And so as I was tap dancing, I couldn't resist, but I'm like, hey, you guys want to hear what it sounds like when it's hollow? And it just echoed and echoed and echoed. <laughs> and then I backed up. And it was nice because I got a laugh off of that. That's yeah. <laughs> so you don't want it to echo. You want it to be like um, a tight it sound? It depends on what you what oh. you like. You know, I have an elevator step. If, you know, later you want to take the elevator, I can do my diddle little diddle little I really do. I have a little portable recorder. I can't be in an elevator without doing that step. So unless there's other people in the elevator (laughs) and I don't know them, that's a little weird because I'm kicked on the side of the elevator because it goes da-la-da-la-da, boom, because it's an elevator. So that boom is you hitting the side? Yeah. Da-la-da-la-da, boom, da-la-la-la-la-la, boom, da-la-la-la-la-la, boom, da-boom, da-da-boom, da-la-la-boom, da. So it has a nice... So it's just a little show for you it and is. whatever camera is watching. Well, oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I don't want to rob you no, of that. No. Oh, no. No, it's, it's a good, it's a good thing. But yeah, I, wherever I go, I, I like to check out the floors. <laughs> check out the wood, if you will. No. I, I'm, a, I'm a nerd where I go, ah! Or like, yep. like check sound. Yep, to see what, bounces. to see where, to see where we are, to see how it sounds. Yeah. So, um, not nearly to the skill level of, of your feet. I, I don't know. <laughs> or other sound engineers who are real sound engineers. Right. Um, but that's so cool. Well, that's neat. I hadn't thought about that. Um, so, did you, you love tapping and you fell in love with it from an early age. Did you have a goal to be a professional performer? Was that something you wanted to do or is that wow. something... Well, well, back when I was 13, I was in the McHenry County Talent Fair, and I was with my dance where, partner. Where is that? That's, that's in Illinois. Illinois, in, okay. Uh, and um, my dance partner, Cameron, and I, we did a Tyrolean dance, and I think I was 12 or 13, and I remember, I remember um, a newspaper reporter came up to me. <gasps> and again, it was another one of these moments that you're told as a kid, um, I think as an artist or anything that you do, when you're told as a kid, you're like, ah! I can't believe an adult just said that to me. But it was a it was a newspaper mm-hmm. um, reporter, and she she came up to me. She says, "Oh, you won. We won fifty dollars. We yeah, won first place. You did. Yeah, we were rich. Nice. I was ready to retire at eight. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. I was twelve. <laughs> um, anyways, <laughs> uh, so." You know, I was 12, and she looked down, and she said, so what do you want to be when you grow up? And I remember with excitement looking mm-hmm. up and being like, I want to dance on Broadway. Mm-hmm. And I remember her looking down, and I remember her laughing and thinking, and her saying to me, oh, isn't that cute? And I thought, oh, I can't believe that adult just said that to me. I'm like, I'll show you, lady. I'm going to go I'm gonna go to New York, and I want to I dance on Broadway. So it was kind of there Mm -hmm. and then you know when I got the job at Disney a lot of my friends I saw a lot of my friends who would start you know dancing where I was dancing where I was working and um and they would go off and do Will Rogers Follies or they were doing you know other other Broadway shows so it kind of was that path that you kind of feel like you should follow yeah but it was kind of set in there when I was 12. Mm -hmm. I want to know what that reporter was thinking like yeah if you had just won a science fair and you said, I want to grow up to be a scientist. Oh, right. isn't that cute? Right. No, but see, that's that thing I just did and I did it well. Right. So why are you surprised if that's what I want to do? Right. But you know, you, I mean, you have to, but you, I think that you have to look at it as, you know, that's what makes people better. You know, I may not have been, I wasn't the yeah. best dancer. I, I'm not a flexible dancer. I'm not that, but I, 
I did that until I was almost 30. You know, that was my profession that I made my living um, doing that. So um, I don't... You know, it could be nice to be encouraged the entire time, but I think that sometimes when you, when, we need a little pushback. The, yeah, little little bumps so that makes you go makes you work a little harder. Having having the challenges to do the the put the fire under your ass are they're good. They're good. So. so thank you, random news lady. Yeah, whatever, lady and fourth grade teacher. <laughs> <laughs> to so. be remained unnamed. Yeah. Like, how old were you, or where were you in in life when you went to? to New York to audition or were I you, was, did you, were you already at Disney by then? I mean, or? I was, I was working at the Beauty and the Beast stage oh. and that's where I met my, my, um, one of my very best friends, uh, Michael uh-huh. and, um, he, uh, so, gosh, that was in 90, 90, I have to remember my years, um, <laughs> 92, 93. I'm not going to, I'm not going to check you. So okay. I'm going to believe yeah, whatever you tell it's me. It's in there, the early nineties. And, um, and I actually got into Disney on a fluke. I went, I was teaching at a dance studio and I just went to learn a combination to teach in my classes because it was easier than and cheaper than paying for a class. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I would go to auditions so I would have some things. You so know, you'd I, learn some licks? Yeah. And, and, I could, uh, and then I could help my students and say, well, this is what they're hiring. This is what they're doing. And I ended up getting a job. I was, I actually, I got cut. And then I sat in the, in the auditorium and Ronnie Rodriguez, who was the, um, casting director at the time he saw he, he he saw that I was sitting in the in the auditorium he's like did you dance and I was like yeah I was cut he's like no 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 we want you to dance I'm like no I uh, no I was they, cut. they cut me they cut me and he's like no we want you to sing and then I ended up I ended up coming back I had all of my auditions have been very much like that where it was like I was cut and I was just there sitting and and learning uh-huh and um nope come up we want you to sing and I was the only dancer who could sing was kind of fun well hey yeah and then i got cast and then i got cast in the german the german beer garden show i yodeled <gasps> i was a two-day yodeler yes <laughs> i was a two-day yes. yodeler and three-day dancer where i would sway that's the dream i know two-day yodeler three-day dancer i didn't know how to yodel and the, all i and so i would watch the other girl who was, who was doing it and all i noticed is that she didn't move her mouth so I'm like, that must be how you yodel. You just kind of, you just kind of keep your lips still, and you kind of do that. Have that ventriloquist, yeah, st- stillness to your yeah. mouth. Which I can do that now. It's oh. really kind of scary that I'm, oh. I'm very good at it. You really are. It's unnerving. I like to freak out my friends with that. <laughs> you go to the store and you're like, oh no, look at how good that is, and you can't see it all. I know. Look What's- at. It. It's really good. Joy's really good at this. It's very... <laughs> so many hidden talents. <laughs> oh, she, yeah. Well, uh, well, right, so I guess need, I need to do one. more stuff on my in my free time. <laughs> like, I think this is what I'm learning constantly is, like, I'm speaking to friends. I'm like, well, that's a talent that you just have to do randomly and teach yourself, like, in the car right. or whatever. <laughs> I, yeah, it's... I'm, I'm not sure if I should be proud of that. You should be. But look, yeah. you know, you can tell it. It's like that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you were working at Disney, two-day yodeler, three-day dancer. And so you were living that Disney life. And then uh, and then I I got let go from Disney. And then um, because they brought in German girls into the German pavilion where I was working. Ah, okay. And so then they had to give me a job elsewhere. So that's when I got placed at Beauty and the Beast. And that's where I met Michael. And... Um, 
and he's the one who actually who, who was afraid to go to New York. Okay. To he wanted to go and audition, so that's where you want to. And so stay. that's so that's where we are. You're helping yep. your friend out. Uh, Joy and I spoke before we started recording that Michael was a nervous flyer, and so you, he needed your moral support. <laughs> and he was he was nervous to go to New York by himself. I'm like, well, I'm no help. I've never been there either. <laughs> I know, but I just I think that you, you should go with me. No, I don't want to go. Yes, I'll pay for your ticket. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and you said that you were going to go to on other auditions just yeah. to, while you're in town. Yeah. For shits and he giggles. was there because he wanted to go to a damn Yankees audition. Okay. And so, you know, I was I was like, well, I guess I should just go and explore the city and go to auditions as well. So I went to the paper mill, I auditioned for Oliver, um, made through a few and a few cuts and then I was cut. And then I went to a second audition which was for uh, an industrial show. And for dancers mm. it was just like a one time thing, which I knew I wouldn't do. But I was like, Well, Good it's experience. An I'm gonna go get some material or new stuff, you know. <laughs> And as I'm sitting there, there's a there's a woman there who who recognized me from the paper mill audition from, mm-hmm. from Oliver, and she she came up to me and um, she said, "Hey, I saw you at the at the at the other audition. You're a really good tapper. You should really go to the to the audition for Rockettes." I'm like, "I don't, you know, I don't really know the Rockettes. I'm, you know, I'm I'm just here in in the city for the first time." And she's like, "No, no, you're tall and you would be a great Rockette. You need to go and do this." And I said, "Well, I." I don't really know my way around the city. She said, you know what? Let's just leave this audition. I'll take you over there myself. I was like, what? <laughs> Hello, nice New York girl. Thank you. So we walk over to, you know. Um, was it actually at Radio City? Yeah. Yeah, so we go to the back door there, which I believe is on 40. Oh, gosh, it's been so long. It's like between 5th and 6th on 40s. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, over there. And um, we go to knock on the back door and... Uh, Kind of felt like that Wizard of Oz moment. Was like, what do you want? Yeah. (laughs) And the wizard's not going to see you. No way, no how. (laughs) And so the two of us are standing there. And it's about 2 o'clock in the afternoon because I've already been to two auditions now. A second one that we've left. And um, and this New York woman says, you know, we're here for the audition. And the gentleman who opened up the backstage door, he said, I'm sorry, the audition is over. And she... She's like, uh-uh, we, you know, we, we saw in the newspaper, and the newspaper says a Rockhead audition, it was from 10 to 4, mm-hmm. and it was 2 o'clock right now, we had other auditions to go to, um, so, hello, mm-hmm. hello, I'm a New York girl, uh, you, you can't yeah. push me over like this, so, and there's me standing <laughs> with my little dance bag going, I've never been in the city. I work for Disney. <laughs> Please be nice, and so he goes, well, hold on, let me see what I can do. He goes back, he comes back out, and he hands us these passes to come um, to come back to the callback tomorrow for, for to the, the next day. To the callback? Yeah, or to just, the callback. To the callback. Yeah, so... Holy crap! I don't even do the first call, <coughs> which comes into play later. Um, <laughs> so so you, the next day... Oh, man. Yeah, so I'm like, <gasps> I, I like have the golden pass. Yeah. So the next morning I get up, and now I'm going to the audition, but now I'm frantic. Mm-hmm. Because I find out at the beginning of the audition that they've already done a ballet combination, a jazz combination, a kick line combination, and a tap combination. They've already oh. done four combinations that they've done. They do. They would do each um, like ballet combination, and then they would make a cut. Then mm-hmm. so if you make it to the tap, it's all the people that they've cut, right? Mm-hmm. So so I'm like, oh, 
ballet is the worst. I'm the worst. <laughs> and you got to have to do it in heeled shoes. Yeah. Oi, oi, oi. But thank you, Disney, for giving me a lot of training. That's true. Um, dancing in heels. And uh, I'm frantically making friends with whomever I can mm-hmm. because they're repeating those whole combinations. And they're probably, they're long combinations, obviously. So not just like in, not like an eight measure yes. So deal. Joy's in, in fast pace mode. Like, <laughs> hi, could you go over that combination with me? Because I really don't know. Um, and there is no like YouTube or anything to like search this stuff on the internet. Or... I don't think the internet was invented. <laughs> if, if it was 90, we had dial up yeah. in the 90s, okay. but it was yeah. not. So like your resources were limited. So they you were. had to reach out to your fellow, fellow performers, which first of all, I want to applaud the chick who was like, no, we're leaving. Yeah, you're yeah. great. Come with me. Uh-uh, you're not pushing me away. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, That's amazing. Was yeah. But she was in New York and she had the experience and I was, you know. Yeah, just a sweet little peanut yeah. from from Florida. <laughs> um, so. So Joy made a really great face <laughs> that shows off how just how gorgeous she is. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I get in, you get and in. I, you know, I'm, I'm getting through the ballet combination, and I, and I'm only only focused on each, each thing. You know, you can't see the the big picture at this point because I'm just like, oh, I just got to make it through the ballet combination. Then I make it through that. I'm like, oh, I got to learn. I have to learn a jazz combination. Hey, will you go over that combination with me? And you know, the the senses are wide open and trying to absorb mm-hmm. all of this. I get through that. I get through the the jazz combination. We get through a kick line combination. I'm like. If I can just get to the tap, I know, yeah. I know I'll be that for, you know, because yeah. that was me in tap class. I'm like, I'm standing in the front because I just want because <laughs> I love this so much. And of course I get to the tapping stuff and it was, I was standing in the front and, and it was, you know, I had a little bit of an edge, mm-hmm. which, which was great after going through the other three, you know. Well, clearly audition. you were good enough to not get cut. Well, there's that. Yeah. So, you know, whatever that is, I don't know. <laughs> Well, when I, th- I found out that the Rockettes um, in the kick line, in the kick line um, mm-hmm. combination, um, that's when I found out that they don't do just, uh, there's three levels for the kick. Okay. There's waist high, there's chest high, and there's eye high. So for me, somebody who's not, I'm not a, a really flexible dancer. Oh, right, right, right. So, you know, it wasn't one of these, you know, go and kick your shoulder. Kick your, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> just knock yeah. over everything. <laughs> kick your shoulder. Yeah. Okay. I'm not that, I, I, I wasn't, I'm a tap dancer. Uh-huh. Um, so, you know, I was fairly flexible, but not really what a dancer needs to be. But I was so thrilled when I was like, oh, it's really, it's about control. It's not yeah. about, it's not about how high and impressive can your leg look because when you're in the line, it makes sense. You have to look like everybody else. So they set the heights, ch- um, waist high, chest high, eye high. And during rehearsals, they would look at you and they'd walk down the line and be like, too high, too low, too, and you know, you get, you get wow. busted. You get busted. Wow, <laughs> well sure, because I mean, that's that's a thing, like you all are in a line and in unison, yeah. and that's what's so jaw-dropping about these, these performances and these dances is that it looks like you're one organism, and you're the one who taught me that you know, when you put your arms behind, like anytime you see people do a kick line in a in a musical or like just for, you know, just for having for funsies, you always like lean hard on the person. Right. Like your arm is like on them and using their back to give you like <laughs> right, right. to get up there. No touching. No touching. You are by yourself. You do. If you do not do not touch the rocket next to you. And if you look from the side, it's, it's kind of a neat picture that I 
you might be able to find one of those on the internet where you're looking from the side, you'll see everybody's not touching the woman next to them. Yeah, so it doesn't, it yeah. looks like they might be holding their back. I think but the only, I think they do them now where they, they rest it on, on the shoulders, oh. but they're probably very strict where you no can pressure. touch it. Yeah, no pressure. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. one girl goes down, you're all going down. Um, so anyway, so I so went through crazy. the, yeah, so I go through, I get through the tap and now we have to, we have to sing. Oh yeah, we had to sing because uh, I think we sang Do the, I "Merry the... Christmas" or "Hallelujah" or something. Uh huh. Yeah. But they wanted to know they wanted you to sing, and then right after the singing audition, um, they explained we're going to do this as an interview. So it's like you're coming off stage. So you sing, and then after that, we're going to ask you a couple of questions. So I'm like, <gasps> oh, dancers don't talk. <laughs> talk that's why we dance um, um so so i find out because the entire day has been about me asking people for their help yeah help and me so, what, yeah. what can i yeah, do what am I, what, and at this point i'm at such high adrenaline of finding out as much information as i can mm -hmm. that i you know i find out that there's two sets of questions and the first set is what was your audition experience like and was it your lifelong dream to be a rockhead? Mm -hmm. Or how did you get started dancing? And was it your lifelong dream to be a rockhead? Okay. Okay, so here's, I'm going in, I'm like, oh, I have a 50-50 chance because I do not know how I'm going to explain <laughs> that some woman at a different audition is helping me get through the first cut. I don't even audition. You know, I, I didn't want to have to explain that. And I didn't know how to make that sound glib or yeah, yeah or or they feel like they've been cheated like somehow i've finagled my way yeah you gained the did. system i did i finagled my way <laughs> but, um so as soon as i finished singing and and um and they asked the question they say how did you get started dancing and my adrenaline just went i was like yeah i didn't get the question i didn't want and I got so excited about it. So I was like, my sister started dancing and I saw the shoes and blah, blah, blah. And, um, and, uh, <laughs> and, and then I go into an untrue story. But what I, wanted, <laughs> what I so wanted my childhood to be like, uh, you know, not like the, you'll never be yeah. a dancer. Blah, blah. Yeah. But it was, you know, I didn't even wait for them to ask me the second question because I was so excited that, that I got the... Good question that you the, wanted. The good question that I was like, and I remember when I was a little girl and my mother and I, we used to watch the Macy's Day Parade. I never watched the Macy's Day Parade. We never did that. And my mother, she would say to me, I don't know why she has to talk like this, but my mother would say... She was oh. a Hepburn. Yes. She would say, oh dear, I do remember. No. Um, <laughs> so she was like, uh, you know, so I'm making this up like that it was my true childhood that is, I said, you know, my mother, we used to watch this and she loved these women and how they were poised and so dedicated and, and, you know, hardworking and just in shape and beautiful, these beautiful, talented women, you know? And so I remember as a child, I remember looking at my mother and I thought, <laughs> I want to be a rockette. It's my lifelong dream to be a rockette. I don't know where that it came out of my mouth that I was talking and and they just, they sat there stunned. And I, you know, as I, I was like, oh my gosh, I just lied. And it's, it's not like me to do that, but I so really wanted that to be my childhood. And I remember they couldn't even, they couldn't even ask the second question. So I said, so I finished and they looked at me and smiled. They're like, well, thank you, Joy. I'm like, thank you. 
And then I walked out through that same that same <laughs> backstage door, and I saw my friend Michael, who, oh. who was there, you know, picking me up, you know, hey, how did it go? Yeah. And I was like, well, <laughs> I, I think if I got that job, it's because I had the most amazing interview. I just answered the question, <laughs> and then you were stunned. But it was all, you know, this adrenaline thing of getting that. And then I find out. I go home. I get the call. Um, it's not until I go for my first... Uh, well, I go for the fitting, which was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't until the first uh, bus ride that um, we take after we'd rehearsed the numbers for this promotional tour that I did. Is this with the Rockettes, or this is <laughs> with, with the okay, okay. the Rockettes? So, so, um, so did you go back to Florida, and then they brought you back to New York? Yep. So well, deal? Okay. I had to fly myself there because little did I know, and this is part of that story mm-hmm. where I, I, they shouldn't have hired me. <gasps> oh. I know. It's another monster. Um, so I find out as I'm traveling on the first bus that I'm talking to this woman. Her name is um, uh, don't know, Dorothy Holmes. Is that right? I don't know. Could be. Dorothy Holmes. I th- oh, she's, she's the one who was a rocket. She'd been there for 50 years. She was running a lot of the tap stuff or whatever. But I sat in the front of the bus with her. And, and she said, you know, um, we, don't hire, we don't hire rockets out of the city. She said, but when I called you and you sounded so excited and, um, you know, we offered you the job and then I hung up and it wasn't until after I hung up that I realized you lived in Florida and we don't hire people out there. And she said, I didn't have the heart to call you back because you were so excited. I'm like, thank goodness I was so excited because now I'm here, you know. And yeah. Yeah. So I really shouldn't have been there. And, and when they called back to reconfirm everything. I just remember them saying, "Well, you do realize we don't pay, we don't pay travel, we don't mm-hmm. pay housing and all that stuff." I'm like, "That's okay. I'll figure out. I'll yeah. figure out how to work this out." And I ended up staying with a, a former student of mine. Oh, okay. Who was going to school up there, and so I, you know, I was there for three weeks the first time, and then the second year when I went up and did it for the full run of the show, mm-hmm. um, I stayed with with her that entire time. Although it's I was homeless for a little bit. I went and stayed with a different friend. That's, a whole, that's another story. I feel like that's a lot of yeah. New York actors is like, especially like, yeah, Manhattan, all the all the boroughs. Just like, where can I be? How long can I stay? And yeah. what's going to happen next? And everything's tiny but, and expensive. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, because I had to join the union. Yeah. And, you know, I you know I had already had the experience with Actors Equity with mm-hmm. Disney. Um, so I felt like I wanted to support the union because I think that they do good things. Yeah. Um, so I joined the union. That cost me ah, probably 800 bucks. Dang. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, but I'm not. I but they also kind of like make sure that you won't die and well, like that you're in a safe working environment and that you're getting appropriate breaks and hourly wages and all those good things. All the stuff. Typically. That, yeah, the rehearsals were great. Everything was great. It was great. And I used to run from rehearsals and I'd run to Broadway Dance Center so I could go take tap classes. <sighs> You just couldn't get enough. I know. You that's I would amazing. Run. I would run to the tap classes. Tell me about the um because the Rockettes, I remember watching like a special about it. And who knows? Maybe you were on the special. Um about because there's a, a specific look, a height. Like so before you even auditioned, did they measure you? Yeah, there's a okay. Yeah. Scammer. Scammer. What, is that, what does that mean? <laughs> me, did, I'm the scammer. Did you stand on your toe or something? At that time, it was 5'9". Okay. And back when I was that, you know, back in those years, I was like 5'9 and a quarter. I think I'm 5'9 now. But I think it was 5'9 five five nine nine and, and a quarter. Qu- I was a quarter inch too tall. Can't we just put but your they, hair down? Well, so the Joy did the old slouchy. 
<laughs> she's turtling. She's putting her neck in. It was, <laughs> it was like the Price is Right range. You know, you had to get your yeah you be within there. <laughs> and um, and so I remember like walking up to there and be like, you know, trying to slouch as much as I could because I was I was the tallest in my cast. Oh, and, yeah. So that's why I got to split center because <gasps> they put the tall yes. ones in the middle. Yes, and I'm gonna ask fun. my mama if we can please <laughs> find some pictures from that from those shows because what if it was you oh my god it'd be great that'd be so great so you're in the middle i'm in the middle split center and i was stage left of center um which was always the really good spot because i was downstage and the other girl who was stage right of center mm -hmm. she was always way up stage like four ah. lines so i <laughs> you had the sweet spot i did and I also remember from this uh, thing where they actually like measured your torso and like where your legs met your torso. Was oh, any of that a thing? No, we had to do we had to do the <laughs> the BMI, so the fat pincher. Where, you know, you <gasps> rude. Had, yeah, I had to go get my 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 arm fat pinched. Rude. So, but, but what was nice about it? What yeah. I what I really appreciated about that is that it was a it was a weight range. So if you were too skinny. You couldn't dance either, hmm. which I, I think was good. They wanted you a healthy working um, weight. Hmm. They had a uh, roster of women that never had to re-audition. Oh. So like the woman who stood on the line next to me, she was 45. And oh, the wow. oldest woman we had on the line was 55. That's, can I just tell That's, you how happy that makes me? Yeah. Because so often, you know, like what as ladies age, we age out of the industry. But I think it's different now. I'm, oh I, no! I, I, I think it's. I think they're different now. No. Yeah. I want to see a fifty-five-year-old Rockette. Damn oh, no. it! Sometimes you didn't want to see that. I'm just saying. Sarah. Nope. I want to. I want to see that. No, because the girl who was the woman who was next to me, she was, we used to kick, and she. You know, and she'd do in her ventriloquist thing, don't kick higher than me. And I'm like, well, you got to kick higher than waist high. <laughs> so it gets, you know. That's, that's why you can do the ventriloquist thing because right. you, you have you to smile that you still want to say stuff to people. Yeah. Oh, that's where it came from well, originally. That. And I used to sing Maybe. on stage too. We used to sing. There was there was a part in the show in Christmas in New York and it, and I think in the tracks it was people singing. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted to sing along, so <laughs> so I would sing do 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 do, but I could do it with a smile. Yeah. <laughs> do 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 do. We're sitting down yeah. doing kick lines, you know, kicks as we're sitting on the stage. Yes, I know that number. Yeah. And you cross each other's legs, yeah, yeah. and then you go back over again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, did that? I don't know if that was a xylophone too, or we had xylophones. <gasps> no, that's a different number. That's a that stick number. That was a stick number. See, you finally got to be your percussive self. Sweet. Yeah. Um, World's coming together. But we together. would get off stage and people were like, who is singing? Like, me! I love Christmas and I love to sing. <laughs> and they're singing on the track, so why can't we sing? You're not miked, so no. they're the only ones who hear you. No, but I would sing loud. Oh, sing loud. <laughs> Joy! I, w I was the loudest. <laughs> And I'd always, uh, there was another woman, I wish I remembered her name, um, in the toy, in the so soldier number, mm -hmm. because I was in the middle. Okay. I have to look, you know, the the girl stage right would have to look me in the face. And that poor woman, she she would have to avert her eyes because I'd be like, this song rocks. 
and I would sing the the and then I would wave with my thumb. You could if you you know you're not supposed to smile. You're not supposed to do any because you're a toy soldier. And I would just I could wave to my friend who's there was five rockets over there and five over there so we could do the big pinwheel. And then I would and she and I would see her shoulders because she would be laughing. I'm like. It's just fun. <laughs> These are the things you do when you do the show a million it's times. Fun. It's fun. It is fun. Uh, okay, so let's talk about your costumes. Okay. So how many... So, oh, actually, I guess let's talk about your show first. It, so do the Rockets only... Not only do the Christmas Spectacular, but are you in... Are there other Rocket events? Um, They... Back when I did it... Back mm-hmm. in my back day. Back in your day. Um, They did a Christmas show and they did an Easter show. And um, and then I be- I believe the Rockettes who were uh, on the roster at that time they were the status Rockettes that didn't have to re audition. Mm-hmm. Um, they would do like the backstage tour where you can get a picture with the Rockettes. So you know they oh, okay. they talk about the Rockettes and ask uh, or answer any questions that people might have, and you get a photo. Um, yeah, so it was only the two shows, but I was only hired for the Christmas. Okay, and probably because. They don't hire rockets out of New York, so I probably didn't get the you know the Easter one. <laughs> I don't think they do that anymore, but I'm not I'm not sure about that. Well, people travel, and traveling is you know, there's like five airports in New York, right. so like getting there is not that hard. Right. So and back when I did it too, was when they started expanding everything, and they they had rockets in um, in Wisconsin and in Vegas. They had uh, in um, Branson and. Uh, okay. Was it the North Carolina? What's up there? Myrtle Beach. Myrtle Beach yep. was going to be my guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. In Interesting. Yeah. Um, but I'm not going to lie. The Rockettes, who were the Rockettes in New York, we felt like we were the Rockettes, and everybody else were just they were imposters. Well, you were the you were the headliners, and then you have your then you have the sub, not right. sub, because obviously uh, I imagine all the Rockettes are incredible dancers that just. It blows my mind at all, period. Like, seeing the showgirls, I just saw, I saw a Bally's show um, in Vegas that just w- was astounding, and I'm sure, ugh, yeah. Anyway, so, like, I'm, I'm amazed by these, these huge numbers and these fantastic costumes and things, so. And you know what, and I think, too, and I'm, I'm going to be um, a little more proud because I feel mm-hmm. like now they've gotten so, you know, I, when I see the Rockettes now, it's always this slicked back hair and these costumes that are real form-fitting or they almost look like you know it's a spaghetti strap when i was doing the show it was you know white long sleeve with yeah. fur and these beautiful fur hats or the or the these red hats that were that were really tall and you know filled with sequins and so when you turn you'd have to like <laughs> you'd have to be careful not to tip to like over. balance the yeah. plate on your and head then, you know and you'd have like you know they were they were much more uh, cold weather costumes okay. as compared to what I think now they're more, you know, it's a spaghetti strap. Like leotard sort yeah. of daily. Yeah, so I, I kind of like the old, the more the old, traditional. The, the fun, uh, the fur, because I'm going to post pictures because uh, Joy has posted pictures on her Instagram. <gasps> oh. And so I'm going to make sure that everyone can see what outfits you're talking about because I know what you're talking about oh, where it's like the, the long sleeve and I believe like the red had like white fur trim, yeah. like the fluffy yeah. on the, and it was a really cute skirt. Yeah. And they were just cute. the cutest. Yeah. And so those, cute. and the toy soldier costumes were cool. They had so much starch in them that those, those um, pants would the actually, white pants. They, they could stand up by themselves. 
Could they really? Yeah, so you, you kind of had to climb into the pants. And, and that number is really strange because you, you can't bend your knees. Your hands are your hands are to your your thighs. Okay. And you walk unless unless it's a specific movement. Mm-hmm. You can't bend your knees. So you're and, t- taking scooty steps. Yeah. Or like so it's scooty? almost like you're lifting from your hip to walk like like okay. you're a toy, toy soldier, but your knees are locked. And I would encourage anyone to try this. Yeah. To try to try to stand and then turn all the way around on one foot. You know, make a full revolution turning on one foot and try to do that without bending your knees. It's not an easy thing. So, um, you know, but that's how those those costumes work. And if you look at them, that's why it looks so stiff because they're not. Because they not are. Bending. Yeah. They're, oh. they're not bending their knees. Uh, that that particular piece hasn't changed over all no. the years, right? Like that mm. one is still the same. Yeah. Because you, you do your formations and then it ends with the dominoes yes. of you falling down. Which, which is, is very dangerous. Is it? Yes, you can. People can break their. You can break your leg. It's you have to do it correctly. And when I was on the line, they were really happy to have the big Nordic girl in the middle. Because, <laughs> okay. Because because you'll see, you know, you're supposed to keep your body straight. You're supposed to go up on your heels, and you have to mm-hmm. hook your arms around into the armpits of the woman mm-hmm. in front of you. And by the time it gets to the middle of the line, that line is so heavy. heavy. And you would hear, you know, you could hear people going, and and you could hear, you could see this. And um, if you weren't strong enough to hold it, you know, you weren't supposed to lean forward. But I would see that line coming and it would go slow, slow, slow. And then all of a sudden it would pick up speed. And you hear all the girls going, (laughs) and it would come to me and it would do this. And it would hit me in the chest. I'd be like, oh, God. And then I'd fall back, and you'd hear people go, thanks, Joy. Because, you know. For being the airbag. Yeah, and that's why they, they put the pillow at the end. For, because, you're, you know, you think about it, you're going from the shortest girls are on the end. So it goes short to the big girls in the middle. Uh-huh. Taller girls. Okay. You know, um, but, you know, substantially substantially more weight as you get to the end. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so if that if that line's going fast and somebody doesn't, stop that line from bulldozing you know you can you can imagine all that weight if you if your leg's not in the right place if you're not if you're not hooked up the right way yeah you know and then at the very end you know everybody's laying and we all sit up you know you do a big sit up and, and then, salute and then the curtain comes down and then it's really funny to watch all these girls in these pants that were you know you're trying to get up afterwards my question is like how how did you get out how did well, you leave like roll away yeah like like you know you could you could like put your leg over the girl in front of you or okay. you, know, you know you have to swing your leg over because you're you're basically sitting in a big choo-choo train mm-hmm. so you know you wait for a couple of people to get up and it's really funny to watch these soldiers like ah yeah it's very awkward yeah and that's when your hosts are singers because the uh the spectacular show um has everything it has so many so many wonderful yeah wonderful aspects to it ballet dancers and yeah and we there was live animals i think there were six sheep for an activity at the end probably yeah. well yeah all of yeah the camels um so you'd have to be very careful when mm-hmm. they were walking across stage because we were all the tribes and so when you're walking behind the camels you mm-hmm. gotta look sometimes the line would kind of skew to the mm-hmm. <laughs> skew around things that are happening so when I, uh, I, at a wondrous night, we, it ended with uh, a live nativity scene with three camels and all the animals. And we learned that the camels have the right of way. So it doesn't matter where your mark is. If 
Maddie decides to stop there, you just go around Maddie, okay? Star quality. <laughs> Such a diva. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, and not to mention the joys of what animals leave behind on stage. Yeah, that's always fun. Always fun. Uh, what other, any other costumes that you, you just loved? How many did you have per show, do you think? Um, let's see. We had... I was a polar bear. <gasps> I was a polar. I fell down in center stage as a polar bear. On purpose or by accident? No, it was accident. Oh, okay, no. We, it was great, though. We were like those those Coca-Cola bears. That's what it looked like to uh-huh. me. Um, so it was these big white bears. And they usually had, I think it was four rockets, the four tallest rockets mm-hmm. did this with the dancers. because And it was two other boys, I think. Um and uh, so we had these polar bear costumes, and in the in the Nutcracker suite, it was you know Clara was was the the human, and everybody else was like in, sure in their know, Nutcracker garb yeah, and yeah. like the mice and what have yeah. you or rats um, are they? I don't know. Yeah, rats. Yeah. Um, so I'm a polar bear, and my entrance is like on my hands and knees, and we come out crawling. I'm like I've made it big time. It's radio city <laughs> I'm crawling out as a polar bear. On Radio City Musical stage. I made it big time, Mom. Mm-hmm. Right, anyways. Yeah, you did. So, so these polar bear costumes had these big feet mm-hmm. because we're polar bears. Sure. And you can imagine because of those elevators on the stage, there was there was little um, metal lips. Mm-hmm. And so we had to do this like, cur- you know, this like hop, hop tip your foot. Like hop tip, hop tip, hop tip. Like giddy up? Yeah, yeah sort of it's like, like you're gallop? tipping your foot in the back. So yeah, you're just oh. hopping on one foot. Well the front of my foot gets caught on that lip of that that metal stage Mm -hmm. and I go down. And I think, I'm so happy I'm in a costume that they can't see me. (laughs) So we we get up after that and it was a a loud boom. It's a loud boom, I'm not going to lie. And uh, so I get up and and at that point all the polar bears, we go into this little V formation and I'm standing there and I hear the, the guy, the dancer boy, who's standing next to me in his polar bear costume, he's like, Joy! Was that you that fell? I said, yeah. He goes, are you okay? I'm like, yeah. And then I heard all the bears go, ah! And all these bears were laughing. Laughing because I've fallen. Oh, well, they're glad it wasn't them. So I I think there was, I want to say, maybe 10 costume changes. To be honest, it's been a while, so... You know, we had, we had white, we had a red, we had the nativity, we had the polar bears, we had the opening, we had Christmas in New York, we had the stick number. I, I yeah. You had a lot of numbers. Yeah. Was, would you consider, I guess it's not a fair question because um, uh, because there were so many aspects to it. What, were the Rockettes like the the thing for that yeah. show? Yeah. yeah. And that you was, know what was really, it, it was, you know what, it's, it's one of those moments where you feel like, oh. I'm really doing something that people really admire, you mm-hmm. know, and everybody there, they treated the Rockettes, they treated them very, very well. I feel like it was, it was very much, it was the show about the Rockettes. So, it, you know, there were a lot of dancers who wanted to do that and the dancers worked their butts off. They yeah. were, they were amazing dancers. Because they have other dance numbers and they mm-hmm. had like couples right. and like, and, right. and uh, what am I trying to think of? Like waltzes and, and stuff like right. that. So that was, and they it had was singers. lovely. Yeah, they had singers and they were singer dancers. And um, boy, those dancers, they worked so hard because somebody had to be doing something, you know, while the Rockettes were changing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I felt, I felt very much um, 
I felt special with that. It was yeah. really kind of nice. You kind of got a little little taste of stardom, you know. You were a rocket. It was fun. That the was customers. They would bring Twizzlers. I loved them. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, you know what? Remind me because I have a picture. I have an old uh, rocket book, and I have a picture of of the. Uh, oh, it gave me a little chills. Oh. Of of um, my dressing station. <gasps> I ended up being, and they had like. The main, the main floor of where your dress table, your dressing table was, and and then there was the upstairs that were uh, there. But when I had gotten there, I, I didn't know anybody, and so, <laughs> hey, you guys, can I sit here? Can I sit here? If yeah, okay. I'm with all. I was with all like the, the old timey rockets. Yep. And uh, and I had the I had this um, my dressing table was right there on the end and in this book it shows it shows that dressing table I'm like oh, that's my dressing table oh. it's so nice and the ladies the customers were right there and the Twizzlers sat <laughs> right up on that shelf and they got like they had bought them from Costco so. Uh, they know how hungry you are yeah, and how tired, well, and you guys need some sugar real quick. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> so it's that. Oh, <laughs> outstanding. Um, I remember whenever you told me that you were a rocket, I was like, what's happening? <laughs> I was so happy because I still watch the Macy's Day Parade. We don't even I have cable too. anymore. <laughs> and I will find a way to watch the Rockettes in the Macy's Day Parade because uh, I'm usually like cooking the turkey. So I'm like, you, I'm like, holler. Holler when they're on, because I want to see. Because I love them. And you know what? To be honest, now, now I, I am. I'm reliving my dream of what I thought I did when I was a child. <laughs> Where now I watch it, and I'm, I'm just, I love them. I, I'm so proud to have had that in my history. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, these women are so good. They're so. <laughs> Oh, they look so good. And it's always fun if I can see a mistake. That always makes me happy a little bit. A little, a little bit. bit. Just, I, I like to chuckle. Yeah. It's like, oh, somebody, somebody low. That wasn't quite head level. Wait, what was it? I forgot. Yeah. Uh, waist, chest, and eye high. Waist, chest, chest and eye high. Eye. Yeah. yeah. Do you ever do any low? Any low kicks? Uh, yeah, Not maybe. really. Uh, I guess Knee? maybe. Knee? Like to your other knee? Maybe I don't if you know. did a kickball change. I, I, don't I, don't. I just remember that. I just remember waist, chest, and eye. But again, it was, you know. It's been a little while. It's been some since time. Since you've done it. But it's some awesome time. that you were a part of its legacy. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. Um, so how is uh, Rockette dancing different than, like, maybe more traditional Broadway sort of dancing? Um. I think what it's become now, it's a little bit more like, um, it's precision dancing. Mm. And and I think of other, like, Broadway shows, I feel like that's more character-driven. Okay. Um, I guess for a lack of uh, a better adjective, um, I think that the Broadway shows are more character, so you're you're not all wearing the same costume. The, the goal isn't to, the goal is to be together, but it's not to be Uniform. precision. Yeah, yeah. Whereas I feel like the Rockettes, it's, um, that's, I think, why I became a Rockette, because I don't think I'm, um, you know, obviously I'm a good enough dancer to do that, but one of the skills that I had is to be able to kick the same height as the girl next to yeah, me. Yeah, consistency. To feel like, yeah, where you feel like, and it's it's amazing. When you're when you're on that kick line and you can feel 36 women, there's 36 at Radio City. Holy crap! 36 are on the line. That's I was, I was number 18 from stage left. Uh-huh. Um, 36 women going jump, kick, jump, kick. And you can feel that energy 
of 36 people doing the exact same thing, it's, it gives me chills just to talk about it. I have chills. It's just, yeah, it's, it's quite remarkable. And when you can feel that everybody's in there, it's, it's being like in the zone. You're in the zone and everybody's there. And don't be that rocket that does the, you know, the 51st kick when nobody else is <laughs> kicking. There was, there was one, there was one number. I think there was like, oh, yeah. oh no. Yeah. It was stress. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I can remember. I don't remember. It might have been Christmas in New York. I don't know, but there was. It was ridiculous amount of kicks at the end. So it was Mm -hmm. like thirty six or something. But if you lose count because you're like, oh look at, oh my gosh, I've lost count. I don't know where I'm at. You don't want to be that rocket. Thank goodness I was never that rocket. You never did the extra kick. I never did. We've you know there's yeah you you've got to be nineteen twenty twenty yeah. Oh my god! I mean, the stamina of that—that's insane. Yeah. yeah, that's. Were you just like the strongest person in New York, probably? Um, no, but but we did have um, swings. They mm-hmm. did every show. There was two casts. There was a. There was two casts when I did the show. Uh, and what was neat about it is that we all rotated. So, you know, I had one day off a week, mm-hmm. and on my day off, the other cast would do five shows a day, um, and then on their day off, we would do five shows five shows a day. And um, and then the other ones like you know we do the first three. Such a big show. Yeah. So there would be like. You do that five times a day. Yeah, it's a toughie. So ten, I think it was like ten o'clock, ten o'clock, one. I don't know. I I can't remember the show times. I do like, but there was five shows in a day. So the the last show is usually at eight, seven, eight, nine, yeah, seven. I don't Holy remember. You know, I should probably crap. go and look. Yeah, but there would be five shows a day. And so it would be like, you know, you'd rotate. The first the first three shows would be one cast. The last two would be the next cast. And then it would be opposite the next day. And, uh, you know, you'd rotate through. And then, yeah, five shows, is it's a lot. It was an hour and a half show, maybe? Yes! Yeah. I could eat whatever I wanted. Yeah, you could. And at that time, I didn't really eat well. But... <laughs> So it was a lot of fast food that I really shouldn't have been eating. But, you know, then running to tap class afterwards. You know, I'd do like three shows. And then I'd, I'd take Book my dance class. bag. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to get to my advanced tap class in, oh, at Broadway Dance Center. That's amazing. Yeah. That's so cool. Um, damn. Because I remember damn. it being a long show. So I, I figured when we saw it, there was probably a matinee in the evening. Like, I knew there were two. But I didn't think it was five because, you know, at Disney we do five shows. But the shows are like at most 25 minutes right. maybe. And and remember with the Rockettes, um, it would be, you know, you'd do a number and they would do, you know, Santa would do his Thing. entrance or whatever. Or the dancers would do. So it was like we were all, we were rotating so mm-hmm. that we could all change. You know, by the time you get to the nativity scene, you're really happy to be walking yeah. with a staff. <laughs> And just walking and, and watching oh, the story. Yeah. yeah, I'm exhausted. <laughs> I got three more shows, you know. Yeah. But yeah, starting at 10 and being done at whatever at 10. So it was a 12-hour day with five shows. <laughs> and some of the ladies who were who were um, the swings, mm-hmm. they would set up cots in, a, in the upstairs um, rehearsal rooms. Yeah. And those, those people had, like, personal cots to go and sleep. Yeah. Because... Cause yeah, yeah cause and they had to know all the parts. It was it was crazy. Yeah, being a swing. Um, uh, again, this is just with a wondrous night. The little, which of course by comparison is teeny tiny. The swings each had to learn. I think like twelve tracks. Okay, like that's but significant. Yeah. yeah, to remember to be able to 
like leave anybody might leave at any time like injury illness whatever day off and you have to know which one of 36 people you might be yeah well i think in your case yeah i wonder if they did like stage right i don't know i think they didn't know i think they knew all this stuff oh my and i think when i started doing it that's when bobby longbottom dorothy great name yeah bobby longbottom he was he was the uh choreographer for some of the new Mm -hmm. newer um routines dance numbers and um but he started doing things like we're doing a christmas tree formation <laughs> you know we'd be like many christmas trees like i okay what? <laughs> whereas, whereas like now they have the 12 days of christmas which mm-hmm. i think is it's incredible precision choreography and it's almost like marching band stuff that's what it feels like if you've yeah, ever seen that yeah with hitting um i haven't seen the the, the 12 days of christmas i don't think i've seen that one I haven't seen it. I only see what's on the Macy's Day Parade these days. Oh, okay. Nope, that's not true. I definitely have watched, there was like a Netflix special nope. where yeah. where it's the entire show, and it was great. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> Look up the, the 12 Days of Christmas with the Rockettes. And, okay. And the, uh, it feels very much like marching band stuff. Mm-hmm. I think it's clever staging. It's it's great. Cool. Personally. So Well, yeah. And I'm here just to talk to you about your personal thing. <laughs> Um, so what was, what was your favorite part about being a Rockette? Was it the camaraderie? Was it the actual dancing? Was it the, I feel Um, like I've made it mama or? You know, what's interesting is that I think that when you're younger, you don't, you don't realize how neat things are. Mm, You know, mm -hmm. I, I'm here talking to you today because I did something that was really cool. So, you know, back in that, at that time, I wasn't a big picture taker. I, I, I don't think that I really understood the magnitude yeah Yeah. i think the whole thing of it was just being there and being in the moment and i feel like that's kind of how i live my life i'm Mm -hmm. i kind of like to just be here do this you know i came here (laughs) today i'm like i know i don't know what a podcast i think i can probably figure that out but (laughs) you can talk to a person so you can do a podcast there you go um yeah, but you know, I feel like it's it's living in the moment. I yeah. loved being in New York. There's nothing better than having a dance bag on your shoulder, walking down and seeing the Radio City Music Hall marquee and thinking, I work there. Yeah. That is, uh, you know, it's kind of like that Mary Tyler Moore moment where she's throwing her hat, you know. <laughs> like, your slutty is- dance bag yeah. in the air. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and being there long enough, you know, is there three months, being there long enough to know what it's kind of like to live there. Mm-hmm. And I had, I was, you know... I think I'd have been married for a year and you know but I'd found my my habits of running from doing shows to go to take tap class yeah or I'd go home and I'd watch home improvement shows <laughs> okay I, you know I'd get a six pack of Heineken from the little you know you had the I, best life joy oh, you were living your best life no and I was like <laughs> why did I get married no I'm kidding, I'm kidding. um but but you know, I, I don't think that you really see that until you look back and you're like, yeah, that's really, that's really cool. This has really offered awesome. me. It's offered me a lot of opportunity now, um, you know, because I teach. I teach tapping. Yes. Um, I teach for Disney Performing Arts. I get to teach classes. <gasps> oh, I didn't there. know that. Yeah. So awesome. that's, that's a really neat thing. You get people from all over the world that come and, and take. So I get to teach master classes. Um, the Disney Dance and Workshop is for mm-hmm. you know how to audition and things like that. But uh, that is I also such get an imperative teach, class. Yeah, and you know, and I teach tap classes on on Tuesday nights. I'm thinking about doing an adult kind of four week thing mm-hmm. where we just we learn how to tap dance and it's nice, easy going, and it's called Tappy Hour. Tappy 
hour. Happy hour. You get a glass of wine. Well, you get a plastic glass of wine, and then we do a couple. <laughs> we do a couple tap stuff, and who cares how coordinated you are because the alcohol will set in. No, yeah, well, because just loosen up, just yeah. chill. There's a reason people dance at weddings and not other places. Yeah. It's because they're happy and they've had some booze and yeah. like everyone's chill. Do you have any uh, funny? I remember funny stories or or memories. Uh, one that you told me once upon a time, like you were coming up on a riser, like you were coming up yeah. and you, you were like making faces at your friend <laughs> or something until just until you could feel like the tips of your eyebrows and then you'd snap forward yeah. or something. That like, was the stick number. That was... Uh, okay, I don't know what the stick number is. The stick is. number is where we had, we had these sticks hanging from ropes. Okay. And... And it was really kind of dangerous. You could like because <laughs> you'd have to spin the sticks. You know, you'd have to do it to the music. Uh-huh. And then at one point you had to do this thing, and like have them wrap up, and you'd catch these sticks. Oh. And that's what you know. That's the number that we had the xylophones on our on back. the back. Mm-hmm. But it was like you know you'd be doing step touch and you'd mm-hmm. be swirling these sticks. You know, made of real wood. I yeah, take yeah. it. Yeah. And then you'd hear it. You know, shoo, 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 ow. You know, you hear people hitting themselves or you know it's like i don't know why you can't do this This is so much fun this is like baton twirling basically but you had to have the ropes like long enough and and the choreography was was neat with that um you know we come off stage i'm not saying that we were unprofessional but (laughs) but um when you know we'd we'd come off stage i think it was christmas in new york always seems to ring in my head because you know we'd split and we'd we'd all go off stage and then we'd have to go back to the to the second elevator mm-hmm. and the crew would designate a rocket it was usually never me because i was split center so i was going off so i was one of the last people off so it was like i don't know girl five or six would come off and they would take the staffs from the nativity scene mm-hmm. and then the crew would put like a piece of gaff tape so it would be like a um a goalpost, and then one person would hold the football. This is this is so unprofessional, but I, I'm not gonna lie. It was it was a it was a moment of joy when you'd hear you'd hear this, and you'd hear her kick it. And if she made the goal, you know, in these goalposts that were the staffs from the nativity scene, and you'd hear the crew go, "Yay!" And you're flapping off. You know, you're flapping off. It's like, oh, she made it. Goalpost, or she kicked, you know, the this field goal. Is, this is backstage, or this is on? Yeah, they, okay, off yeah. The backstage, okay. they're backstage, right? And you know, we're all flapping off, haha. And then you yeah. can hear them, you know, cheer because yeah, because she made she, it. She, she, she got kicked, the, yeah. the goal. No, there's that. There's yeah. And what's the? Because you mentioned the crack, crack, whack, whack. Oh yeah, yeah. That would be the rocket warm up, and okay. we thought we were so funny. <laughs> um, you know, because we. You know, it's all the Rockettes were all standing, waiting to come out the big Christmas tree. That was the big opening number mm, where mm-hmm. everybody kind of files out. And let me tell you, I feel, again, privileged that I have this wonderful memory of all these Rockettes wearing these beautiful green, green like velvety mm-hmm. costumes with like rhinestones everywhere. And we had our, our tights had rhinestones. So it was like this glitzy type thing. Yeah. And we're all flapping out the Christmas tree. And I'm the last, you know. The girl and I, who split center, mm-hmm. we're the last two rockets. So we come out forward downstage, and then everybody opens up, and they wait for we're the last two. <sighs> yeah. And you, 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 it gives me chills every time I think about that. You know, we're the last two to flap in, and then the, the number starts. You know, mm-hmm. and then we're all doing ding, 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 flap, flap, tip, flap, tip. You know, but that that visual that I have of seeing Radio City Music Hall 
you know, audience and the stage, and you see all these women just flapping, waiting for you to get in line. And as soon as you go, it goes boom, and everybody moves, and we all move starting the number. It's fantastic. That sounds amazing. It's 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 such a nice picture in my head. Yeah. yeah. With with your time with the Rockettes, you were there for two winters. And then were you like, okay, I'm done. I'm going, I'm going back to Florida full time and to do that. Or I don't know if I'm asking like, no, 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 no. Like you're like, I I auditioned and they didn't want me back and I hated my life. No, I decided, (laughs) I decided because, you know, you kind of realize as a performer where you kind of need to go next. I don't know. Mm -hmm. For me, that's kind of my path. Um, and I felt like as I'm, as you get older, you know, you need your body. It's not to say older dancers can't move, mm-hmm. but I realized that my skill was um, elsewhere. You know, okay. that I could make a, I could make a living doing voices. I mm-hmm. could make a living making people laugh. I could, um, you know, I can work in different fields. So I still get to tap dance, and I still get to dance and choreograph and do things like that um, for fun and for pay. And but I get to develop other skills too. Yeah. So like that benefit. I can go and I sing 42nd Street and then I, I can tap and then I can be funny in the midst of doing all of that. So it's kind of a nice, you know. Combination of things you can be. Yeah. And not, not only and a I've beautiful got, dancer. I've gotten, I you know, I tap dance with Gregory Hines. I don't know if I ever told you Oh, that. dang. Yeah. Oh, that's a whole story. <laughs> Do you want to tell it real quick? Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, so... <laughs> So I go for my birthday to Ruth Eckerd Hall over in Tampa. Okay. Um, to go see Gregory Hines, um, and and we're watching his show. And at the you know probably the latter part of his show, he, he says, "How many tappers do I have out there?" And we're like, "Woo! How many tappers have your shoes?" And my jaw drops, and I look down, and I'm wearing high heel shoes. Can I tap in them? Yeah, but not ideal. Mm-hmm. And I'm like mortified because he brings up. All, anybody who had tap shoes got to go up and dance with him. What? Yeah. And I'm like, what the son of a... And so my husband turned to me and he said, you're coming back tomorrow, you're buying a ticket, and you're bringing your tap shoes. I'm like, okay. So I go and I, and I, you know, I'm there by myself. And so while I'm waiting around for the doors to open to get back, to get into the theater, mm-hmm. you know, to get my seat, I decide that I'm going to write him a letter. So I write him a letter. I'm like, dear Mr. Hines, my name is Joy Anderson. I'm a tap dancer from Chicago. Um, I, I was here seeing your show yesterday, and during the latter part of your show, you had invited anybody up on stage who had tap shoes. I didn't have my tap shoes with me, um, but I decided to come back again tonight. I was wondering if the offer still stands. Lovely. So here I am sitting with my dance bag, and here we come to the part of the mm-hmm. show where he's going to invite people. I'm like, ah. I'm ready. I'm ready, I'm ready, ready for yeah. this. And he says, um, it's not usual that I get letters backstage. He goes, but I've gotten a couple of them tonight. Uh-huh. And so he reads the first one, and it's a birthday, and we all oh, sing happy, happy birthday. birthday. It's an anniversary. And then I realize that I see my piece of paper up on the piano, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, no, he's going to read Because he's read the other two. I'm like, I would have paid more attention to, you know. Grammar. Yeah, <laughs> word structure and all the you know I was like oh and I see it and then he like grabs it and he reads it and he's uh-huh. over stage left at Ruth Eckert Hall and he's leaning down he's like at the edge of the stage and so you know last you know I was wondering if the offer still stood and he looks up and he goes that sounds like a challenge to me joy where are you I'm like ooh 
like, like yeah, that's me in the middle, and they spot me, uh-huh. and I, I go walking up to the stage, and I'm like, I didn't mean to be, I, I didn't mean to be like challenging it rude. And he's like, come on up here, and so I got to trade fours with the band, with he and he and uh, he and I got to trade fours, and like nobody's there to see it. I'm like, huh. There's nobody here that I know that gets to see it. <laughs> when so, you say trade fours, that means you do a yeah, four. They do. Bounty, do a three, but a four. I do, buddy, da do, ba ba do. Or it could be, you know, four four bars. So it could be, you know, four times as long. Okay. Whatever. So, but I get to dance with the band, and it's like, I'm not good at this. But of course you are. But it was super fun. So you're trading fours. Yeah. So we trade fours. Everybody, you know, there's a thousand people up on stage that had the same idea as I did. They come back with their shoes because they want to dance with Gregory Hines, and. um so then we all, you know, the show finishes and blah, blah, blah. And I get so excited because nobody's there with me. I'm there by myself. And I go and I, you know, it's payphone time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it's payphone era. Uh, so I go into the payphone and I call my mom and I'm talking to my mom. I'm like, oh my gosh, I got to go on stage and blah, blah, blah. And the woman standing next to me, she's like, young lady, you know, you can go back and talk to Mr. Hines. And I'm like, what? Mom, I got to go. I hang up the phone. I go to the backstage. And, you know, I'm like me, I'm sugar. That's, you know, I, 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 I can't drink too much caffeine and I can't have too much sugar because I'm overly excited. So, so I go backstage and there's Gregory Hines and he's standing there and I'm like, I'm not really an autograph person. I'm not a picture person I, at that time. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, I just, I was just so excited to meet him because I got to dance with him on stage. Yeah. And so, you know, we meet, we meet up and I'm as goobery as I am. You know, I'm like, I'm like, oh, I just, and, he, and he's like, well, you know, why, why, why aren't you in New York dancing with the dancers? I'm like, I don't know. Why don't I go on tour with you? We could be like Heinz and Chick. <laughs> and I, I remember him looking at me like, oh, okay. <laughs> Not even your name. No, just Heinz and some lady. <laughs> but I was just so excited. And then three years later, he comes uh-huh. to the Tupperware here in Orlando. And now I'm at at his concert, I'm sick. I was so sick. Mm. I had like over a hundred temperature, which is a lot for a hundred and one, maybe. Oh, honey, but I, I'm like I have to go. It's the tap dancing. I gotta go. It's and my Ms. Gregory's are... expecting me. <laughs> so I go, and, I, and all my students are there. Mm-hmm. And um, so, sure enough, he invites people up on stage. I'm like, I brought my shoes, mm-hmm. but I get up there, and and I realize that, you know, most people don't think that performers are shy. But I, I'm actually shy. I'm actually shy in, in that, I, I don't know. I feel like mm-hmm. performers are strange in that regard. We, we want control over how we are exposing ourselves, I yeah. find. Like, and when I'm doing something that I love, you know, I was like, oh, I, I, I don't, I'm not performing. I'm, I'm admiring somebody else. So I kind of mm-hmm. like to be, I like to be the audience member. But here I find myself up on stage and everybody's, you know, he allows everybody to do their. Mm-hmm. Shim, um, sham, shimmy. Yeah. You do whatever you've practiced. And he's like, keep going on. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, and so I'm standing up on stage. This is the second time I've seen him now. And, you know, it's big joy. I'm tall. Mm-hmm. So there's like my head, <laughs> my head in the back of the line, you know, and there's all these people on stage. And all these people go. And he's like, anybody else want to dance? And I felt like, <coughs> excuse me, I felt like, oh, everybody's gone. It's This is taking so long mm-hmm. and everybody's, I'm glad that my students get to go up there and yeah. dance with them. So, you know, I'm, I'm good. I've had this experience. I'm glad to see other people. And he's like, anybody else want to dance? And 
all of a sudden my students start going, joy, 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 joy. And he's like, who's Joy? <laughs> there's my hand. Same, uh-huh. There's my hand going up. Me? Going, um, hi, that's hi. me. And then I get up there. He's like, come on up here. And he, and he, uh, and I turn and look at him like, hey, do you remember me from Ruth Eckerd Hall? I was the crazy girl who came backstage. He's like, just dance a little bit. <laughs> he's like, hold so, on. <laughs> hold on, lady. Just do your thing. Your students are here. So, so we all finish and we, I get to trade fours again, yes. which is amazing. And I think this time it was me, Gregory Hines, another teacher, and a little boy that Aww. we all we got all got to trade force at the band. I'm like, oh, okay. Neat. And um, as I'm walking down the stairs, he he comes up to me and he taps me on the shoulder. He says, "Come backstage and talk to me." I'm like, okay. And at this time, I've realized what a goober I was the first time. Mm-hmm. And so I go backstage, and there's probably about 30 people standing back there, and he's making his way around the room. Mm-hmm. And I'm like the last person because, you know, I get to that, oh, maybe I should, you know, I'm going to be much more calm than I was the last time. Yeah, I'm going to be chill, yeah. And um, he comes up, and he and, and he said, you know what, I'm really, I'm, I'm really tired, and I need to go home because I'm, I'm rehearsing for the Kennedy Honors uh, tomorrow. He goes, give me your phone number. Maybe, maybe we can do something. I was, I was like, well, you know, I'd really like to just get together in, in the studio. I don't know if that's something that we can do. Just, you know, just, just. I don't need a lesson. I just want to play. Play with you. Yeah, yeah. And um, and he's like, oh, well, give me your phone number. And I thought I really kind of felt like it's that performer thing of, yeah, here's, you know, mm-hmm. give me your phone number. I'll call you. And yeah, just I'm doing it to polite. be polite. Yeah. And but honestly, honey, I'm so tired. Yeah, yeah. And- <laughs> so this was a Sunday. So Monday, uh, Monday night, I'm teaching my, my, um, my dance classes. I, I had like four classes that night in my advanced class. And, uh, and I'm in class teaching and the studio owner comes in and says, uh, Joy, you need to make a phone call. I'm like, hello, I'm teaching my classes. Can I, you know, can Mm-mm. we, no, somebody called your house and you need to make, you need to return a phone call. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm sure it can wait. She's like, it was Gregory Hines. Gregory Hines called your house, and your husband just called and said, Gregory Hines called. I'm like, what? So then I call my husband. I'm like, what? Wait, what? Who? What? How? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. He's like, <laughs> and, and my husband said, oh, this is Mr. Hines. She was expecting your call. <laughs> And I thought he was totally just being nice. And, um, and he said, you know, so I call him from the dance studio. And it's, you know, probably like five, five or six o'clock. And he's like, uh, you know, I'm finished with rehearsals. Is there any way? Do you want to meet for a drink somewhere? And I'm like, yeah. yeah. And so I'm like, will somebody cover my classes? And they're like, yes. Get just, out of just, here. Get out of here. Go. go. You know, this is up in Altamont. So I'm like, have a half hour drive home. Yeah. Whatever. And I meet him over at the uh, Florida Mall. Mm-hmm. At the, the the hotel that's over there, I don't recall the name, um, but I got to sit with Gregory Hines for like three hours. Oh my god! We sat and talked, and he told me about the tap shoes. I have these black and white tap shoes that were his shoes that he designed. Uh-huh. You can't get them anymore. I think I have three pairs. Oh. Um, and I had him sign them, but you can't really see it on the bottom. And I'm always like, well, I'm not really a signature person, but he signed them. Yeah, <laughs> in silver <laughs> stuff. Anyways. Um, yeah, we sat we sat for like three hours at the hotel. He was so nice and so charming and so humble. Everybody who came up to him, you know, everybody's, you know, yeah. kind of tiptoeing. And he's like, no, 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 come talk, yeah. Oh, my and, um, gosh, how yeah. sweet. And, yeah. I, and I remember sitting there thinking, if I ever, if I ever became somebody of that, magnitude of that stature, mm-hmm. I, I hope that I'm that nice because he was just, he was 
so nice. And he walked me out to my car. At that time, I was driving a Mitsubishi Eclipse, a little red sports car. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I got to talk like that. I don't I even never know. Do. <laughs> it's because you're pretty cool. Yeah, well, I thought, uh, you know, me like driving with my feet up because it's... It's so little. Yeah. <laughs> it's so way down to the, too close to the, to the ground. I'm like, I can't get out of this. Um, but he, he got in my car and he gave me a kiss goodnight. And he was just... Oh, he was just, oh, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. oh, hello. Hello, Mr. No, Hines. But then I'm like, oh. And then I did like research. I'm like, oh, I... I think I maybe I look like his wife. <laughs> There's like you know that silliness of maybe it could be Gregor Hines and Chick. I don't know. Maybe it could yeah. be. Yeah. Forget my husband at home. <laughs> but I he was great. That's... He was just so great. And I'm again, again I didn't re- realize the magnitude of that experience. And it was just it was a little bit of me just kind of going with the moment. I'm like oh, I'm gonna write him a letter. Eh, if he reads it, eh, that's great. And if he doesn't, that's fine too. I think what all of us should learn from all of your stories is uh, show up, (laughs) give it a try, be willing to look maybe a little silly and not be too overly emotional if it goes one way or the other. Like so much of your stuff is like, oh, yeah, I showed up and I just, oh, okay, I'll do it and I'm not going to leave. And then, oh, they will invite me back up. And, you know, like that's. It's a yes and. That's the improviser. It's an improviser yes and. Yeah. And if you yes and your life, there's so many wonderful things that can happen by just saying yes. By just giving it a whirl, girl. Yeah. Whirl, girl. I think I've said like 30 times today, or like my whole trip really? to Orlando. So girl? everyone's going to know, like, oh, this is her Orlando <laughs> episodes because she's saying world girl all the damn time. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I think, I think it's best. I love that you're doing this. I love that, that you're doing things that make people happy because there's so many things that you can experience if you just open your eyes. An opportunity is not a lengthy visitor. Yeah. It's you know? true, yeah. And but there are there will always be opportunities, but you have to, you know, you have to look through, through a different set of eyes to, um, to be like, how's this going to affect me? And lucky for me, I didn't know how those things were going to affect me. Mm-hmm. And now I look back, I'm like, thank goodness I thought that my mother encouraged me to be a rocket when I was a kid. <laughs> Well, the story eventually came true later, yeah, well, yeah. like you, when you were watching. My mom yeah. came to see me as a rocket, you know, oh. so she's, and she was really proud. And of she course. Loved, I'm know. proud of you, oh, and I'm not see. your mom. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's good. You can do yeah. fun things, and lots of people who will help you that they don't know you, and they'll come and help you do something that's amazing. Yeah. Everybody has something to teach you. Everybody, everybody knows something you don't know. And that's, that's kind true. of a, it's a great way to, you know, it's a great way to explore and learn. That's, that's, that's your lesson today, kids. It's a good lesson. <laughs> and that's been the joy of this podcast is finding people who are passionate about something or they've done something cool or they're interested in something unique. And I love digging in and learning yeah. all about it. So thank you so much. Thank you. I thank love that you. you're here. I love that you're here. Do you need $20? <laughs> That is a reference to when I was taking my one-woman show up to Pennsylvania. I had a Kickstarter, and Joyce, like, I want to support you, but can I just, like, give you 20 bucks? I don't want to do the online thing. I'm like, okay. You don't get all the $20 if I do it online. Can I just give you 20 Can I just give? So she gave me $20, and I wrote a limerick for you. It involved a bicycle. I love that.
Change, <laughs> gotta support. <laughs> um, at the end of each episode, I invite all of my guests to musical arm fart with me. Oh. Now, that can be any kind of fart you like. I like to just blow on my arm. Oh, or, oh I yeah. think I could do one of these. Can you do one of those? Yeah. Ready? <laughs> That's not right. No, it was the best. It's the perfect way to say goodbye. <laughs>